When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everyone. Welcome to the latest of the Overboard Network, a Below Deck podcast. We're back with the reunion episode of Season 3 Sailing Yacht. In this week's episode, we'll recap the reunion, go over our favorite moments, and say goodbye to one of our absolute favorite crews. We'll also go over crew rankings, and we'll thank a fan for a review. As always, you can email us at belowdeckpod at gmail.com to submit questions you have. Let me bring in my co-host. Now, Sean, we made it to the reunion episode of our absolute favorite rendition of Below Deck. I'm a bit bummed it's over, but I'm glad we got to sail with Daisy, Colin, and Gary one more time. Yes. I, I gotta say, I continue to be a little underwhelmed with the reunion structure as it's currently presented. Now, am I, am I on an island in feeling this way? You're not, John. It doesn't really work for Below Deck. Uh, so it works for like the housewife shows and like the friend group shows, like your summer houses and your Southern charms, but with below deck and also with top chef, it doesn't really work because these are people just like doing their jobs. They're not living for the drama. So like, I think inherently it's just not going to work for these shows as well. Where like on, on housewives, you talk to fans of those shows, they like the reunions more than the regular episodes because more happens. I tell you, I think Bravo doesn't, Bravo doesn't even tell me when the Real Housewives shows are on. Bravo just tells me when the reunions are on. Yeah. And they're like, what, like four parters? (laughs) I mean, what are we doing here? (laughs) Yeah. So like, it just doesn't really work with these people. I mean, Ashley not showing up kind of kills it too. Yeah. You you can't have the villain of the season not be around. Yeah, I mean, this is a common theme. Um, it seems like, you know, I honestly think you're you're pretty much contractually obligated. I think you should be on it, to be on it. Um, I remember in med, some people didn't show up as well. And that was, you know, made it like kind of a nightmare. Yeah, was, John Luke wasn't there last season either. Until yeah. the very end when Andy like separately interviewed him. Oh, yeah. But yeah, and these people aren't about the drama and then i mean they're from different parts of the world so it they should either make everyone show up in person for it or but you can't do that because everyone's working yeah i mean what are you gonna do hey can you fly halfway around the world for you know an hour tv show yeah yeah they're actually just working their jobs they're not like with the Real Housewives or some of the other shows like that's their full-time job is being on the show and that's it yeah. And you know what, honestly, I, I know Andy Cohen is pretty much Bravo at this point, but I really think he needs to kind of like change the questions he's bringing to the table because like, you know, I mean, listen, are the people on the show or the people watching the show, like this isn't summer house where I feel like there are a lot of like hookups and people hooking up with different people. And, you know, I, I don't really care to, listen to five minutes about 
the size of Gary's dick. Or, you know, I remember there was this point where Andy asked, he's like, so Gary, who, who's the better kisser of all the ladies? Do you want to rank them? It's like, that's, that's not a question you ask, like, that's probably a question you ask, like, the other shows. I honestly feel like you don't ask Below Deck Sailing Yacht because the beauty of this show is that you are watching people living their lives, but also, like, working on a boat. Like, this is their profession. And yeah, they get drunk, they hook up, yada, yada, but, like, I feel like Andy needs to like kind of get away from these like smut, awkwardly sexually focused questions. Yeah, I I thought Daisy did a better job hosting the show than Andy did, <laughs> and I like Andy Cohen. I think he's guys. I think he's he's brilliant, but with the Blood Deck reunions, it doesn't really work. Yeah, I mean, there's there's some good moments tonight. There's some little nuggets in there. Yeah, and I, again, I'm not like crapping on the whole reunion or the show itself i just think they need to rework it and yeah i mean andy andy's a five tool player in baseball terms you know he's he's doing this and then he's talking to real housewives the next day so you know the, the, the guy's jumping around everywhere and they're asking him to do a lot but uh i think it needs to be retooled a little bit and i'm not sure what the answer is unfortunately mm. and have dizzy host the other I, I i don't know i'm trying to yeah trying to get Trying to make her a star, but <laughs> she's, I think, she's doing pretty well on her own. I yeah, like but I, I thought like, we'll get to it, but like she did a good job of clarifying a few things tonight. Like we're like, after everyone spoke, she would kind of do a follow-up where I feel like that should have been Andy's job. But I, I think she learned from the last reunion when she got pretty sloshed halfway through. Yeah, yeah. So uh, <laughs> Daisy's grown before her was she Was she the only one to get dressed up? She was the most dressed up. So there was an interesting theme here. Now, let's say aside from Glenn, mm. um, all the guys seem maybe they got reminded 10 minutes before that they have a reunion episode because I think every guy was just wearing like whatever t-shirt they had around. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, Daisy looked great. Um, Kelsey, Kelsey looked good. Scarlett had just, I think Scarlett was wearing just the blazer. Like nothing, like nothing under it. Ooh, okay. All right. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I mean, Barnaby had a collared shirt on, so go Barnaby. Uh, but there you yeah, go. everyone takes it a little bit different. I remember in previous seasons, like, like Allie got like really dressed up and like really don't like, and it's so, it's, it's interesting because like these, some of these people get so dolled up, but then like their cameras aren't working great. So they're on like, you know, like seven, seven eighty P or whatever. Mm. Um, but yeah, everyone treats it a little bit differently. And uh, I, I prefer everybody kind of gets stalled up a little bit. We see them in their everyday garb for six yeah. weeks, you know? I loved, I think one of my favorite moment was how pissed off everyone was that Ashley wasn't there. <laughs> yeah. Do you think they knew? I don't, I wonder if they knew like beforehand she wasn't going to be there. I Some of the reactions that seemed like they just literally just found out were like, what the hell? I remember uh, Marcos basically said oh maybe she's busy and daisy just had absolutely no time for the maybe ashley is busy cover she just went off on her uh, it and it set an early tone for i believe everyone knew by the end of the season that kind of and we this is our word sean that like ashley was kind of the villain of the season but i don't think anyone knew how far she actually took on that role 
because it, throughout the episode, it made it, it was pretty clear that everyone really didn't know all the things she was saying behind kind of everyone's backs. Oh yeah, absolutely. Uh, John, where should we start? Should we start? There's well, a, there's a lot there's a lot of places. It's easy to just talk about Marcos because the guy's in there for five minutes, and then we can just kind yeah. of be done with him, right? All right, yeah, sure. Uh, so he takes the call from his car, which you know I, I tweeted out. It gives you real senior manager vibes going on there, <laughs> you know, like junior partner vibes. Um, and so he seems to be doing great, though. He's thriving. Sounds like he's opened up a couple of restaurants, um, a bar. I think he's working one of the local colleges out in, out in LA. So uh, guy's doing great. Um, I mean, he clearly will not be back for below deck ever again. Um, he's got too many, he's got too many things going on and, uh, didn't nobody really talk to him except for the small conversation with Gabby about, seems like they've just put everything in the past. I don't think either of them are harping on anything. They didn't necessarily forgive each other for their actions, but, um, it it was awkward. Yeah. I think it's one of these, like, I'm probably never going to talk to Gabby again in my life, or I'm probably never going to talk to Marcus. I like, they both agreed like, yeah, we're we rub each other the wrong way. I think yeah. Marco said, like, we are friends, though. No, you're not. Like, he used to say that to be nice. No, you're not. They're I can't, Instagram I, friends. I was I squirming know. watching them on screen together. So, yeah. Yeah. There's an interesting thing. I feel like you can say you're friends with people on Facebook, but you follow people on Instagram. Mm, right? And, yeah. are, you, are you friends on Snapchat or do you follow on Snapchat? I've not been on Snapchat in, like, six I years. Know. Me neither, dude. <laughs> yeah um maybe yeah maybe they're facebook friends yeah that's what he meant yeah but like never need to see those two on screen together again yeah so so it's so uncomfortable it really is um so you know i think that's pretty much it for marcos Mm. um but i will say gabby kind of had a gabby was pretty systemic throughout the episode considering she was only there for half a season um so let's talk about it a little bit uh, they, Andy kind of pushes her to basically say, if Ashley wasn't giving you such a hard time, could you have stayed there for the entire season? And I think Gabby kind of leans yes. She, she goes back and forth a little bit, but it seems like Ashley was one of the big pain points in Gabby trying to get the job done. Yeah, it's interesting. I guess I actually got in her head. And yeah. I mean, that's if you only have one person working under you that hates you and is trying to undermine you all the time, that would suck. I, I could see that. I mean, you can't, you have to get along with everyone yeah, or like, or enjoy working with everyone other, like, I don't know. Department's too small, man. Yeah. It's, it's too small of a boat. Yeah. Your department's only really two other people. If you count Marcos too, but Marcos and her didn't get along either. Yeah. So yeah, I, I I don't blame her for leaving. I don't think anyone really does, but that was, that, that was very honest of her being like, yeah, no, Ashley was a big reason why I left. Yeah, and it's again, this is going to be like a common theme of the pod, man. Just like, it's, it's really easy to trash Ashley, um, but at the same time, she probably deserves it. So, um, yeah, it, and at the same time, though, Gabby has seemed to be flourishing after Below Deck. So she's dating Wes now, um, below deck alum and seems to be doing great. So, you know, good for her, whatever, whatever decision she made, it seems like she made the right call. I love, I love how you use flourishing. No, but Wes is a great guy. I I am really happy for them. Yeah. 
like, yeah, I kind of, I didn't like that season, but like, was Wes was a good guy. He was, he just, yeah. at the time he didn't have game, but I guess he's proven when the cameras are off, guy can move. Well, so. they met through Instagram. I think she maybe made the first and second move. Yeah. But hey, that's whatever. Now we're spending out. time in the U.S. Virgin Islands, man. There are there, there are harder places to fall in love than that place. I'm pretty sure. Mm, I'm sure. Yeah. So, uh, Sean, let's move on to Colin a little bit. So, Colin, he said he was in a hotel, but definitely looked like he was in a hostel. Um, and good, good on him, man. Living, still living the young life. Um, but big news out of Colin, he's now single. So I, I, I can mm. feel the frustration of the viewers of Below Deck Sailing Yacht that every time they're on charter, Colin has a girlfriend and it se- seems whenever they're not on charter, he doesn't have a girlfriend. So I don't know if he just does it. He does it because he just wasn't getting the drama, but uh, guy's single now. Hopefully he's on next season and hopefully he's single. That's all I can say. And John, I, I, I think my favorite moment for Andy Cohen tonight was when he asked everyone, like, who's currently working on a yacht or still in yachting? And Colin doesn't raise his hand. And Andy goes, oh, Colin, what are you doing now? He's like, oh, well, technically it's a catamaran. And Andy's like, no, okay, fine. Like, who's on a boat still? <laughs> <laughs> well, like, well, no, but Colin said he's sailing his own catamaran around the world. So he's technically not in yachting. But I think <laughs> right. most people are just like, all right, who's still like doing a water job? He, he, uh, he's, uh, on a, he's on a sailboat. You know, yeah, yeah, hairs yeah. I will say though, Sean, I was going to say this to the end, but I feel like we should do it as, as we go through now. Colin is on a catamaran sailing around the world. However, Below Deck Sailing Yacht films in the summer. So we're actually getting pretty close to filming here. Yeah. Any, any worries about Colin's availability for season four here? I mean, hopefully he'll, where he ends the trip will be where they start filming. Yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I know that worries me too. I'll tell you, I was a little worried. I was a little worried by a couple of the answers, but we'll get to it as we go. Uh, so Sean, let's move on to Tom, man. Um, candidly, I was surprised that he was on the entire reunion, considering he was on for less than half the charters. Um, typically, they do a, like, you know, they bring him in. I think the last person to really do that was like Sunshine, but he was there for maybe just a couple charters, but they literally brought him in, sustainable Shane and brought him in for a hot minute just to say hi and then let him go. Um, and this one, Tom was on for the whole thing. I was a little surprised. Oh, I think they did that with Delaney too. Oh, yeah. She was, she was for like yep. three minutes to comment about like having a job and not having a job and that was it. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, you know, Tom was a big part of tonight. And you know what? It does make sense because... I know small time he was there. I would say three of the most memorable moments, moments of the season, you know, him puking in the cabin, uh, his like fight with Ashley when she sees uh, her give Gary a massage, his hookup with Ashley, yeah. all the, uh, 
all the age stuff, but whether it actually still old for him, even though they're the same age. Yeah. And then the anchor dragging. I mean, I I, I kind of realized tonight, like I kind of missed Tom. I missed Tom, but that's also because the replacement was Barnaby. And listen, Barnaby actually seems like a fun guy, but just no screen time. Yeah. I'd rather hang out with Barnaby one-on-one, I think. Yeah. But I like, I mean, Tom's just good TV. He's just like, he's always involved in something. Yeah. So he is, he has a little bit of like kind of a mini Gary, if we would. Mm. Um, speaking of Barnaby, do we want to talk about him for five seconds? I, I candidly don't really remember anything he said, except at the end that he's not in yachting anymore. And he's got some business he's thriving. What um, was the business? Dude, no, I, 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 I don't remember either. Yeah. Yeah. So he's, he's no longer in yachting though. He's working on it. He's working on his own. So uh, good on him, I guess. But um, I think we just gave him more time on the pod than the reunion gave him. So yes, uh, good on us. We're, we're looking out for the little guy. Um, Sean, let's get into uh, speaking of people with limited uh, screen time. Let's get into Kelsey. So, um, you know, candidly, she was there. I actually think she was kind of like the voice of reason in a lot of spots where, you know, when people were kind of hating on Gary a little bit. Um, she was like, listen, the guy was a good boss. I know how to kind of work with all types of guys. And um, I think she was really level-headed, nothing earth-shattering coming out of her, but that's pretty much what we know of Kelsey. Yeah, it's... Fine reunion. She's, I think she's a good person to have around. I, I like Kelsey. Yeah, no, pro-Kelsey. I'm just trying to remember if there's like anything like really profound she said. Uh, hmm. Yeah, I mean, like, she defended Gary pretty well. But then she also, I think her and Daisy both felt like Gary led Ashley on. Or thought maybe a little bit. Yeah. Basically saying, like, hey, like, sometimes you have to kind of be more careful with who you flirt with. Right, which the way it was edited and maybe the way it was, Ashley was obviously coming on to Gary really strong, right? Yes. But... Uh, yeah, I mean, at this point, I mean, Gary's not a kid anymore. You know, I think he's, I think he knows when he does dumb things, but he still does them. So uh, maybe you got to kind of pump the brakes a little bit as we go forward here. Right. Yeah. Uh, Gary also five foot eight. We got oh, that. Yeah. Tonight. The guy that's five foot seven and a half says he's five foot eight, right? <laughs> he, according, that's not short, according to him. I feel like in South Africa, I imagine the average height's probably taller than the U.S. I don't know. Maybe. I don't – I'm basing it on, like – I'm not really sure what I'm basing that on. I know, like, uh, like Norway and Sweden, like, the average height's, like, six foot. Yeah. Hold on. I'm looking it up now, Sean. All right. Uh, it is – it's short. It's oh. five, six and a half. Oh, in South Africa, really? Yeah. Oh, I – Okay, so he he is not short in yeah. some country. All right. Yeah. So, so really, that's uh, that's on all of us for calling him short, which I feel yeah. like I don't really. He's 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 normal height. Here's the thing: I never notice it. Like it's not he's not noticeably short, right? I think he's, it was more when you see next to John Luke last season. It's, it's not a good look standing next to John Luke. It's he's just, a he's a full foot. Taller than him. Yeah, it's not great. Uh, 
but well, why don't we just get into Gary then, man? Yeah. Um, I mean, I feel like the guy was in defense mode a little bit throughout the episode. And at the same time, I think he was also very opinionated when it came to how Daisy ran her interior. Um, yes. So, you know, obviously, so he went on what, 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 watch what happens live with Andy Cohen a couple weeks ago. And he basically said, and he had time to think about it. And he basically said, I didn't feel like I was sexually assaulted, you know? And he's like, that he's like, in no way did I feel that I was, you know, the victim and I'm probably, put, probably putting words in his mouth, but that's, that's essentially what I got out of it. And he pretty much reiterate, reiterated it here. Um, and he basically said, listen, I, I don't think there was anything that necessary. He's like, I never felt bad. Nothing went, he's like, nothing wrong, I guess, happened. And he was telling people like, leave Ashley alone. Like, he's like, you know, you should, he's like, I appreciate people standing up for me, but I don't think it's necessary here. Yeah, John. So yeah, he, he reiterated what he said at Washington is live, I believe two weeks ago. Um, He kind of, he rambles a bit though. And Daisy kind of clear, like does a follow-up question. Andy Cohen doesn't, Daisy does. And he goes, okay, just to clarify, you're saying Ashley didn't sexually assault you and he's like yes right um like I get it's an uncomfortable topic so like he's probably so uncomfortable talking about it uh but like you know hey as we said from the beginning we're gonna kind of wait for Gary's word on it and kind of take it from there and then you know I I'm gonna take his opinion is the most important one so you know right and even, even Andy Cohen kind of brings up, hey, if these roles were reversed, that's not the same conversation. Yeah, and then, yeah, that, that part was a little confusing. And Gary's like, oh, yeah. Which, that confused me a little bit. Like, like I don't know. And like, so Daisy kind of clarified, doing the follow-up question to clarify yeah. that, I don't know. Yeah. No, I can, I, can I kind of put a good pin in it? Uh yeah, yeah. Un- uncomfortable topic, and I don't know. Let's let's take Gary's word for it. Yeah, I mean that's you're right. That's the most important person's word to take. So um, that's pretty much. And then again, Gary kind of gets he sticks his foot in his mouth a little bit when he brings up that Gabriella might not have left if Daisy didn't give out second stew and third stew rankings, and he kind of like doubles down on. It. And Daisy's like, Gary, you don't know what you're talking about. Um, and so I feel like, I mean, if, and, and I don't think we mentioned this, but if Gary and Daisy really were in the same apartment, um, I feel like they, one of them wants to strangle each other at the end of this. Yeah. There's always a second and third still. Right. When the season starts, I know yeah. Scarlett and Ashley there wasn't, but if you're Gabrielle and you have all this experience in your you're joining a boat and they're like, Hey, you and this person who's brand new, you're equals. You're going to feel offended one. And also like, you're probably getting paid loss too. Yeah. If you I don't, don't have the title. Yeah. yeah. I don't know how it works. Um, if seconds do. Yeah. We don't, less no, than thirds too. I, I would imagine. I would hope so. Cause I don't know. I like your actually. job's harder. I don't know. I feel like there's like chiefs do. And then there's just like help under it. If I we were got to we got, we got to find someone to ask. Yeah. Um, well, we'll get to the bottom of it, everyone. 
Yeah. But I mean, that's kind of it for Gary, right? I mean, I feel like he was really front and center, but it was honestly just, and I know this is a reunion, but I feel like reunion should be different than like recaps. Like I don't need them to recap the season in one episode. I want them to like. Yeah. That's what we're here like, for. Yeah. Like don't step on our feet. <laughs> um, but anything else specifically on Gary? I mean, guy seems like a shoe in to be back next year. Oh yeah. And they're really Gary DZ will there, won't they? They're really pushing that. I'm happy that DC has an apartment. Are yeah. we? Yeah, right. She's in, she's in London now. I don't know. No, I'm just cool. kidding. I'm, I'm very happy for I'm very happy for Daisy. Uh, you know, I'm just you know makes me a little worry about her uh, availability. Her yeah, for season four sailing yacht. I think Kate and Hannah enter this territory too, where you do one charter season a year. Got it. And it's the one that's on Bravo. Like it's yeah, it's old hat for her at this point, you know. Like yeah, it's it's like she knows like the back of her hand. So I know people people have accused Ashton did he accused Captain Lee of only doing one charter season a year? Yeah, which I'm sure was true. Yeah, like he would basically say that he wasn't a real yachty. Now here's the thing: if you're a captain, and I haven't driven a boat in a year, and then I have to drive a boat, I'd be a little nervous. So I would imagine, so one of my buddies is a pilot, mm -hmm. like a recreational pilot. Like he just like flies like two seaters, like just for fun. And he has to go get like recertified like every month or like, like he has to do like a flight test. I don't know yeah. if it's every month, every two months, whatever it is, but you just can't like fl not fly for like six months and then like jump on a plane. Um, yeah. So I think it's probably the same thing with boats. And maybe that was just because of the license he had. But uh, yeah, I think he, you know, it's, it's not just putting in the CPE hours, you know? Um, so you know, it is what it is, I guess. But uh, Captain Glenn, he's definitely a working pretty captain. much full-time. Yeah, because I mean, every time they do a watch what happens live, he's, he's on a boat with Gary. So I guess yeah. in this instance right now, they're not, but. Yeah, he is Parsable. Right. He, him and Gary just like stay in that boat year round. Uh, yeah, I mean, but I think Daisy will continue to be on the show, but maybe not do charters year round. Like the last two times we interviewed her, she was on a boat. Or no, the first time we did. Yeah, yeah. Last time she was in London in an apartment. Looked yeah. different than that one. But, uh, you know, it was interesting at the very end when Andy's like, are you still a yachty? She kind of, she didn't really fully commit. So, um, you know, maybe she does get to this, like where she's kind of cherry picks, uh, you know, the Bravo season, which I'm fine with. We're all fine with. Yeah. Um, as long as also, we get to see her on Belodic Ceiling, yeah, we're good. And uh, Sean, while we get into Daisy, um, hey, Bravo, can you, I know you guys need to make some money, but can we like kill the minion ad when it's directly on Daisy's face when they're in the multi-screen? Like, it's just a bad look. Like, I'm trying to look for, like, Daisy's reactions to a couple things that people are saying about her, and I just get this small minion thing right on her face. Do you think the, uh, whoever's in, whoever owns the company that makes minions was like, all right, who's the most popular person on the show? Yep. Right let's, put, let's put the ad on her, yeah. so that way yeah. everyone's looking at it. <laughs> was... <laughs> I've uh, never seen one Minions thing ever. 
No, I've seen like the like 30 second commercials and it just looks terrible. It's, I don't, I don't know if they speak English or just like gibberish, but uh, I will not be going to see this. Not out of protest, just because I don't see a lot of movies, <laughs> but it just also, it's just not for me. What if that was, a, the minions are too woke? <laughs> you try to yeah. cancel them? Yeah. Mm. There's a kiss I'm not interested in. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Um, no, I have, no, I have no opinion on the minions because I've never seen them. Yeah, I mean, I feel like we pretty much tackled. I mean, whoever we talked about, Glenn, he looks fine. He looks great. Way to wear a blazer, man. Appreciate it. Yeah. Um, and then, uh, I mean, Scarlet, we didn't specifically talk about her, but um, I don't know what else there much to say. I mean, obviously, we know how her and Gary ended up, but that was Scarlet's choice to kind of not pursue anything there. And she just kind of reiterated that. Basically said, yeah, she had, you know, um, Daisy telling her one thing, Ashley telling her pretty much the same thing from a different perspective. So she's kind of backed off. And, um, you know, it was really interesting that Scarlett mentioned Ashley was what elated that Scarlett had no industry experience. Yeah. Just, it just gives you a little bit to say about Ashley and uh, um, just the fact that just really no one had anything good to say about her. I think. You think got. Glenn said that's the one person he wouldn't work with again is Ashley. Yeah. And I really do think even on a, even on a vessel this small, like where there's only what, eight, nine people working that we see, you really don't get to see the full scope of how that person, like everything about their work until you kind of like watch it on TV. Just yeah. And that, that seemed to be a reoccurring theme and everyone went from like negative or neutral on Ashley to neutral to negative or really negative. It seems like. except for Daisy did defend making her whatever lead stew is. Well, because that wasn't about yeah, because she's not bad at her job, but yeah, right. It's everything else that comes with it that's just too much. I know. <laughs> Gary kept bringing up like you did just shut her up. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Daisy at first is defensive, then they're like, well, why'd you wait until the end of the season to do yeah. it? Get Gary, Gary at a point there. Yeah. Um, all right, Sean. Hey, man, anything else um, about this? I mean, I know we wanted to get it to crew rankings. I, um, I, I say we do it. Yeah. So, Sean, obviously, the very beginning of the season, you gave crew rankings, you gave an update um, probably about halfway through the season. Yeah. And now I want the Final crew rankings. All right. Um, Done. For season three, first place, no surprise here, is Daisy. Yeah. John, she's the narrator. She's the point of view character. It's just, it wouldn't be the same show without her. And just like having someone that grounded and likable at the center of the show is huge. Like she's the rock. Y- you need her. Um, second place is Gary. Yep. Probably no surprise there either. Everything in that boat revolves around him. And he guy just makes everything fun. And I, you know, some of the girls were asked tonight, like, hey, why why is everyone so into Gary? It's like he brightens up every room he enters. He like makes everyone feel better. Like, I don't know. It's he's the party. 
And you need a guy like that. Yeah. And uh, Sean, not to, not to kind of stop this train, but I want to ask you, do you think this is the best one-two combo in below deck history? Yes. I think some people might say uh, Ben and Kate, maybe like season two or four. Yeah. People so really like them. Yeah. But uh, I think Daisy and Gary are more important to the show. Yeah, I really do think they're they're pretty much the rocks. Yeah, but that someone could argue Ben and Kate, maybe maybe season four. But yeah, all right, Gian in third place. I have Tom. Maybe a bit wow. of a, a bit of a surprise. Yeah, but Gian, as you brought up, for a guy who's on this show for less than half a season, man, he was a big part of the drama and the action. Yeah, like I said, like I kind of realized how much I missed him and like. I think, John, we're in our 30s now, but we both remember being in our early 20s. So I, I kind of relate a little bit to his immaturity. Right? Like, I, I kind of yeah. get it. And that was a part of a lot of, a lot of big moments. I kind of completely forgot about that fight he had with Ashley when uh, Gary's giving her... Oh, yeah. Or she's, she, she's giving Gary a massage. Yeah, problem with Tom is he just... He burned a little too hot, man. And just kind of just burned up a little bit. But uh, yeah, for as short as he was on the show, he did leave a big impression. First night, peach in the cabin. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know what the opposite of a power move is, but it's that. So yeah. So, okay. Tom third, Colin fourth. Guy yeah. just makes everything cooler. He's, he's really the best vibe guy there's ever been. And it's kind of a voice of reason, but also kind of a guy who's stirring things up and integral part of the show. Uh, John, so Colin fourth, I have Marco's fifth. He's just like a slightly more serious Colin. Yeah. And I really liked having, having him around. It's always cool to just watch a great chef on the show too. Like it's, yeah. it's fun to watch. I think that there's a lot of people who say Marcos is the best chef in below deck history. Now, there's an argument to be made there. I think Rachel is phenomenal. And I think maybe recency bias is leading people to that, especially when they say like, and it's not close. Like, I think it's close. I yeah, mean, I do too. <laughs> Rachel's phenomenal. So I, I, don't, I don't care how people rank them like 1A, 1B, but it's not like a, if Marcos is really good, but it's, I don't think he's significantly better than Rachel by any means. People love saying, and it's not even close. Yeah, and I just where, where I don't it usually get it. is. Yeah, it's really close. Rachel's phenomenal. Yeah, so I have Marcos five. I've got Ashley six because these shows are the villain, and she, whether you thought she was a great villain or whatever, she was one. These shows need it. Huge part of the drama, and like, like Tom, part of a lot of big moments. So I've got Ashley six. Seventh place in three-way tie. I have Kelsey, Barnaby, and Scarlett. They're three very nice, chill people. They're all good for vibes. Um, I probably would have put Kelsey ahead of the, the other two, but she just goes to bed too often. Yeah. But, like, a lot of great little asides this year with Kelsey, you know, flossing with her hair, doing something weird. Those That was always fun. And... Yeah, Barnaby and Scarlet just some chill. Yeah, no, it makes sense. Yeah, I feel like 
uh, Barnaby and Scarlett. I feel like Scarlett gave us more, but that was probably just because she was intertwined with Gary for most of the season. Yeah. So. I probably maybe slight edge of Scarlett over Barnaby. I like they're seven, eight, nine, but right. this kind of essentially a three way tie. Yeah. And then John, look in the last place, I've, we got to keep it 100. People appreciate that. We got to just be honest. I'm sure she's a great person. She interacts a, a lot with us on social media. Yeah. Appreciate got, that. I, I've got Gabriella last. Um, I thought the weak part of the season was very Gabriella heavy, if I'm being honest. And she's brought like a different energy to the show that I didn't like. Not in like, like she was going through stuff. I get it. But I really like back to the uh, the crew as a day off. Usually a great episode. Yeah. And I didn't like that one. When uh, her and Marcos are fighting and then she kind of ruins that dinner they have. Yeah. I, I didn't miss her when she was gone. So yeah. I, I, this is a strong season. This is a strong crew. But someone has to be last in... I'm going to go with Gabriella there. Yeah, I think maybe Gabriella in a different setting is, you know, maybe in that like six, seven area. Yeah. But, um, you know, I mean, she'll even admit, you know, it's not, it wasn't, a, it wasn't a good environment for her. So that's kind of why she takes that, takes that, uh, unfortunately, kind of that 10th place finish here. Yeah. Uh, John, do you have any, uh, did you differentiate with me too much with these rankings? I would have put Scarlet alone in seventh. Um, okay, that's just fair. because I thought, first off, I thought she did a great job of just kind of like coming in like halfway through the season and just being now she was like she got as much screen time the last six episodes as anyone, I felt like. Um, oh, yeah. So I probably would have put her. Well, I wouldn't have put Tom third, but that's just me. Um, <laughs> I probably would have t- dropped Tom down to down to eighth. Scarlet, Scarlet's, and then moved everybody up one with Scarlet being now sixth or something. Oh uh, man! You know, just because like, well, maybe I don't know. Maybe not. Maybe Tom behind Ashley or something. But I think you got it right. I mean, Kelsey, Barnaby, and Gabriella, I think, deserve to be in kind of the bottom three. Um, and we basically had the same thing. Okay, I, I have a soft spot for Tom. Yeah. I think that'll that'll come up when we do our favorite moments of the season. Yeah. Uh, well, Sean, let's get into it then. Beautiful. Um, so do you have some nominations for, uh, you know, best part of the season? Or uh, how do you want to do this, man? I, I, I had, like, an idea, like, a week ago of wearing, like, a suit or a tuxedo to do this because i'm doing nominees for that's fair best moment of the season i and forgot the award, to and the award goes to right yeah i'm wearing my usual monday outfit yeah. people on youtube will probably have noticed yeah but uh <laughs> so john of season three i broke it into four of what i think were the best moments of the season we're gonna pick one yeah if you have a different one than the four i nominated please pick that though Yep. All right. And the nominees are the Daisy Gary hookup in the hot tub. Sure. The anchor dragging. Yeah. Very, very good episode. 
Um, I have the I have the first Tom and Ashley hookup. That, yeah. that, that was a messy night. That also happened when Daisy and Gary hook up. But now with the with the Tom hookup, do I get? Does it also include like the next day where where Ashley's giving Gary like a a back rub and Tom just goes off like a child? Yeah, we'll, we'll include that too. Yeah, I have the whole Tom and Ashley hookup. Yeah, as a thing. And then my fourth nominee, John, happened a few weeks ago. The Gary Colin Marcos giggle fight, where they're just wrestling and laughing hysterically or giggling hysterically in their room in the middle of the night. Yeah. Those are my big four. Uh, John, if you had another one, please pick that. But no, I mean, I think those are all like, I think the other one was like, uh, worst charter guest I was thinking was like um, oh Chuck Chuck yeah and there's some good moments yeah. from that too I ooh ball I've had better food at the ballpark I'm like I'm like dude I just go to the ballpark you that, going to that and also Erica's mom ruining the couch yeah and sure say it wasn't it that yeah. ooh that let's make it the fifth nominee <laughs> yeah like the uh, the the Chuck Erica. Like some like yeah, we'll do like ballpark slash casuarini. Yeah. Um, gosh, man, these are good. I want like I'm leaning towards the like the Tom and Ashley hookup, but I, I really love the Gary Colin Marcos giggle fight, man. That was really good. I, yeah, I do think that that was just like that's just what this show is about. Just you know, people having a good time, man. People having fun. Like I know we love the nights that. Uh, you know, they go out to dinner. Um, I was also thinking like the cab rides would be the cab rides. Could, if you just put that as like a nominee, that could be good too. Oh yeah. Uh, but I thought the the Gary Colin Marcos giggle fight was probably my favorite part of the season. I don't think it was the most impactful, but I think it was my favorite. It, it was just so genuine. And yeah. I don't know. Yeah. Dude, like as you get older, like, especially with guys, like you have like less moments like this with your friends that just like when you're yeah. younger that that like just come up like organically and like yeah it was i don't know like yeah i love that too yeah i i thought about that i also made pick the anchor dragging and that's kind of why i have tom third overall my cast rankings yeah i just i love how like you know you get the tom flirting and kind of canoodling with ashley while it happens get the time stamps or the wind picking up you know, Ashley throwing Tom under the bus immediately. That uh, was funny. Yeah. And then, like, it, we get to see Glenn be a real captain and, and fire him for a completely legitimate reason. Yeah. And it just brought like a, a really good realness to the show. And I think I, to me, it, it stayed with me even after Tom left. Like, all those moments really stayed with me. So, I, I'm picking the anchor dragging, but yeah. giggle giggle fuss a close second. Yeah. It, the Daisy Gary hookup in the, in the hot tub, excellent moment, but they never hook up again. So, right. There was no like, there was nothing. I mean, they talked about it after, but it's not like there were significant repercussions as a result. Yeah, right. Or not even repercussions, but I guess, you know, the butterfly effect or something. So, um, yes. All right. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hey, man. So we got a, uh, um, I got a review here. 
Let's do it. Um, this one, uh, pretty simple. Um, it's from LRE 13. It just says great podcast. Highly recommend this podcast. <laughs> Love that. Okay. Thank you. That's all we needed. Um, honestly, if like everybody left a review, it'd be, uh, overwhelmingly awesome, but, um, I get it. Not everybody has, you know, time to do it, which is fine. We've still got a great 4.4 out of five, Sean. So let's keep it going. Pretty man. Good. Um, it's pretty good. Anything else about sailing yacht before, you know, maybe take a minute or two to kind of discuss, um, okay. going into med or something. Yeah, John, just quickly, um, season two or season three? Man, I really thought Tough. about this. I know. I almost feel like I have to go back and watch season two again. Not because I, like, forgot everything, but, like, how happy did it make me, right? Yeah. Um, I do feel like season two had, like, really funny. I thought season two was kind of, like, funnier. Yeah. Um, but that's just because I think Sydney was a better, was a funnier villain than Ashley. Ashley was just kind of like a ruiner, you know? Um, but at the same time, I think the supporting cast for season three was better. So, like, I'll take Barnaby and Scarlett over Jean Luc, you know? Yeah. Um, so I think season three had a more well, a deeper bullpen. And so for that reason, I'm going to go season three. I'm, I'm still not sure. I think everyone hated season one of Sailing Yacht. Yeah, so the, I think talk, season two, talk about it. season two took everyone by surprise. Mm -hmm. And when you're like surprised by a show that you have low expectations for, it's the best feeling. Okay. So I, I think season three had like bigger moments to me. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I think season three also had like a mid-season lull that season two didn't have. It's they both yeah. like, and you could also like, um, like this season you had Chuck and Erica's charter. Season two you had that that guy Barry and his weird family's charter. Yeah. Where. Yeah. He's like his daughter's dating. He's marrying his daughter's ex-boyfriend. Like, yeah, very comparable. I, I right now, Slut Edge season two, but I think that's going to change with time. Yeah, because you're right. Season two was such like a, it was like a hurricane coming at us. Like we, yeah. we didn't really expect anything too big just based on what season one was and the fact that the captain was coming back. But Season two was so good. I know we did a poll earlier this year, which basically like the fans voted and basically said season two sailing out was the best of all time. So uh, does that mean season three is the, the best of all time? I don't know, but I think they're both definitely top five. I don't know how anyone questions that. I, I think it's, I think they're neck and neck Yeah. for the top spot. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, I mean, all we can hope is that, I mean, listen, I don't need the exact same show for season four. If we can get Gary, Daisy, maybe even Colin back, that would be great. Um, but I don't need it to be like the recreation of the same thing over and over. I know you mentioned last week, like, you know, like it's like almost like, do these people want to go out on top? 
and then yeah maybe season four suffers but like we will have these kind of like these golden seasons but yeah. we interesting to see what happens in season four yeah because they'll always be compared to season two and three which like are very high bar yeah. and eventually you're not going to clear that again right eventually you're, it's going to dip and it'll be unfairly held against it uh john also so uh i know next week we're off but then yeah. week after that med uh, med comes back yep not sure trailer they, they release a bigger trailer but still not sure if the show's gonna be good but then blow deck down under is gonna start airing on bravo too so maybe we'll do some uh a few check-ins on that i know a lot of people have already yeah. seen it. a lot of people have already seen it on peacock yeah. i have but a lot of people don't have peacock either so maybe we uh maybe you know we'll, we'll mostly cover med but maybe a few few times during the mid season we'll also check in on our thoughts on down under yeah no i think that sounds great um i was looking because in the original trailer so like the promo that was only like 30 seconds it didn't have courtney but i thought it was like confirmed that courtney was back so maybe she comes in mid season or something be interesting to see what she's, happens. She's not in the original crew. Yeah. But so. someone did spot her in that boat. Yeah. So, so I don't know. I mean, maybe they just, maybe they took a picture of like a previous year or something. Um, mm -hmm. And they just said they saw it recently. But um, it'd be nice to have Courtney back. I know obviously Z's back. So, uh, you know, it, listen, there's a lot of unknowns, but. Hey, at the same time, there were a lot of unknowns going into season two sailing yacht. So that's gonna be um, a nice feather in Z's cap. That only person. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so from greenest deckhand to I don't know what he's gonna be. I think he's just still deckhand. Yeah, Another, probably. Um female bosun. Yeah. I think I don't know that Cindy. I don't know. That's cool, cool bear, but like, I think she's a female bosun going kind of gal. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, yep. you know, so respect. Uh, yeah. So, all right, man. Um, that's all I got. Um, everyone, uh, thanks for listening. You know, obviously, you know, Sean and I do this for fun. We like to do it. Um, we're not cashing any checks based on our podcast. So um, not yet. Yeah. So stay tuned. Yeah. So, uh, Sean and I do this cause we love to do it and we hope you guys love to listen to it. So, um, you know, we're going to continue to live tweet every episode. Um, so at either at overboard underscore pod, um, Sean's at below deck Sean and I'm at below deck John, but, uh, Sean heck of a season, man. I'm sad. I'm sad it came to a close, but I'm glad we got to experience it. Heck of a season. Congratulations, everyone. Thank you for listening. We'll see you in two weeks, two weeks, two weeks. Bon voyage.